holy shit balls. So I finally rewatched Deadpool 2. That is a movie that came after Deadpool 1, which was a cultural phenomenon. Cultural phenomenon. What it meant was that uh, a lot of the people who thought R-rated superhero films could not do a lot of money, they could not make a lot of money, actually ended up making a lot of money. So they had a lot of money to make the second one. And that turned out to be not so good a thing for the second one. Um, Of course they have so many of these people who they have, you know, used in certain ways to expand the team and compete with a lot of the other films made by other students of film. Like the Russo Brothers. There's another film that I'm going to be reviewing very, very soon called Avengers Infinity War. Infinity War. So, Deadpool 2 has a lot of jokes. They come in thick and fast. It has a plot. But what is basically my problem with the movie was the fact that in the first movie that me the film made a lot of, of uh, you know remarks and comments about how these films are uh, what do you say very derivative and very very cliched these days and this uh, film also turned out to be a kind of a mockery a self mockery of its own and it didn't kind of I don't know, even though the film is stuffed and there's a lot of action, there's a lot of jokes, there's cable, there's domino, there's all those special effects. This film, I don't believe, will will stay in the zeitgeist. There's a character also called Zeitgeist in the film, which is fun. It'll not stay in the zeitgeist as much as people would, uh, you know, have expected after watching having seen it for the first time uh, I saw it in the theater when it came out and now I uh, saw it again turns out that my feelings remain the same while I'm watching it I'm having a lot of fun I'm enjoying the film but the moment the film gets over you kind of forget about it you kind of forget about it so I don't know why that kind of happens, but I think it follows the same path that, uh, like, you know, the the common path of a lot of these superhero films. It has to do something very cliche, save a child, save a kid. Although it's very culturally relevant, it makes a lot of culturally relevant jokes, one-liners. Comedy is good, but it's expected, you know. That is, I think, the problem with Deadpool 2. Is the film ends up being a little predictable in some sense, and that wasn't a good thing. The film's first film, also, I thought just the fact that it used the lower budget very, very effectively and efficiently, they ended up making sure each and every uh, uh, structurally it was a little more challenging and exciting you know 
they went back and forth to tell his origin story and that is how they made the first film very interesting and the second one also starts something like that but it doesn't quite deliver on the same level because we see him on that big uh lying down on those oil barrels and about to blow up and he tells everybody on the screen because he breaks fourth ball and says that i am going to blow myself up and this is going to be about my death and he jokes about logan which is funny but that scene again is revealed somewhere in the middle of the film again like when you come back to it the whole story catches up to that point and you know he's trying to kill himself because he is girlfriend is dead some guy came from the door pointed a gun and bish, she was dead sorry um so that felt a little unearned for some reason it didn't feel threatening enough that scene or the moment uh, you know it could could have taken into a direction of either being absurdly comical or very very serious and they played for the seriousness of it throughout the film because it apparently means a lot to him to lose his girlfriend and what not so what i'm trying to say is the f- the film over promises and under delivers for some reason when you look back on it it feels as if it's good like you you can't find yourself in a boring moment and you'll keep enjoying it while while it's playing and it's funny and the things happening and oh, what does it do where they're going you know with Josh Brolin who's Thanos is now cable and they, they are also trying to do a team and and and, and the, the TJ Miller is back and the guy who they try to repeat all of the jokes of the first one like the opening credits I, they did do the exact same thing but kind of did more of it so more of anything isn't funny because you kind of align yourself and you you know get into a place where uh, it um it starts you start expecting it and in my study of deep comedy recently i've discovered something which is the greatest the greatest factor that determines whether you'll be successful in invoking comedy is surprise guess who said that that's right not me aristotle said that so and it's, it's it's a very interesting concept if you think about it think about it deeply for hours and hours and hours if you think about it like all week it's still fascinating that you have to surprise the audience in order to make them laugh I'm working on it. I'm not good at it. That's the truth. Um so those are my deep depth depth thoughts, d- depth psychological thoughts on Deadpool. Deadpool. Hmm. I wonder what they do with number 3. Thank you for listening to my wonderful expressive podcasts and I'll see you after infinity.